Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. And now for today's episode, five conscious ways of working with anxiety using compassion. We talk about compassion a lot, and that's because it's not easily grasped by most people. It's a tough one. We often uh, are much more compassionate to others around us than we are to ourselves. So we need a little practice with this. That's why we go over it a few different ways here on the podcast. You know, it's been said that the uh, Buddha considered all of his teachings to boil down to two things, mindfulness and compassion. So being hard on ourselves sets us up for a number of challenges. And these challenges include depression, anxiety, chronic stress, issues with anger, eating disorders, and so on. So let's look at how we can bring in more self-compassion into our anxious lives. Working on clearing our anxiety panic is, is a journey and we put one foot in front of the other and people tend to get hard on themselves if they're not moving forward as fast as they think they should. Now check in with yourself and see if, if you are one of these people. And then, you know, you're not moving fast enough and you get hard on yourself, right? Feeding the anxiety yet again. And one of the places that we can insert our conscious choices in our anxiety is by being kind to ourselves. So this would be the self-compassion. Let's go over these five ways that we can begin to do this, to bring, to be conscious and working with our anxiety using compassion for ourselves. The first one is to bring your full attention to the actual need for compassion. Sometimes people completely skip over this. I'm a tough guy. I don't need to do this. Well, it's not true. This is a beautiful place to practice the heart opening. And we can do this anywhere. When we feel like we're being hard on ourselves, when we're in a difficult situation, we can even be out in public or Uh, around other people when we do this, but put your hand, one or both of your hands on your heart. And when you're feeling that anxiousness and that challenge with yourself, put your hand or both on your heart and say to yourself in your mind, it's okay. I'm here for you. I see you're anxious and I can be here with you You are not alone. Or find your own words, but even the simple act of one hand on your heart and say, it's okay, can bring huge changes. This can actually shift how you're treating yourself, how you're looking at yourself and the situation that you're in. Along with this, take a calm and relaxed breath and feel the self-love that is moving through your body. You can do this so easily wherever you are, work, out in public shopping, home, it doesn't matter. 
can say it to yourself, little hand on your heart. You do this often enough, you can just put your hand on your heart and you begin to feel the love that you actually have for yourself. You're pulling up your own inner resources to be able to take care of yourself, to care for yourself. The second one that I want to get into here is to actually begin to feel what it is that you are really feeling. This can be tricky because we get trapped into thinking that we only feel a few different feelings. And that's okay. There aren't exactly a lot of feelings out there, but we can we can use our vocabulary. We can use the power of words to actually begin to split open these basic feelings and fine tune them so that we can really get down to how we are really feeling. Um, this is a fun exercise, believe it or not. This, once you get going on this, you're going to enjoy really getting down to what is my core feeling? What is it that I'm really feeling? I want you to go to a website for nonviolent communication and they have a feelings list there. We have these lists in our uh, secret Facebook group, but you can go to them online. Go to nonviolent communication. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, it's a wonderful website for communication, but I want you to go and get the lists. There are lists for feelings when your needs are not being met. And there are another set of lists for the feelings that you have when your needs are being met. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Today, we're going to concentrate on the feelings when your needs are not being met. And this is really a good way for us to be able to see how it is that we're feeling. And I want to, I'm going to read some of the words so that you can see what I'm talking about. So pay attention and see when I'm reading some of these words, if if you're just feeling afraid, we'll go into the word afraid first. Are you just feeling afraid or uh, can you 
bust it open a little bit more and then really begin to say, Hey, uh, you know, I'm here for you. I, you're really feeling this is more than just afraid or just anxiety. When we use more descriptive words, we begin to make it more real. So let's look at some of the words that NVC has listed for afraid as an example. There are pages of these words. So afraid, we could also use apprehensive. We could use dread, foreboding, frightened, panicked, petrified, scared, suspicious, terrified, wary, worried, anxious, or tense. So those are just for afraid. There's a a list for annoyed, a list for angry, for aversion, yearning, and so forth. There's pages of these. And I love just looking at afraid. We can begin to see there are different flavors of afraid. You know, the feeling of dread is different than the feeling of wary. So we, we really can begin to get down to it, what we're really feeling. And I know that this makes it more real. Often we blow it off. Oh, I'm afraid or, oh, I have anxiety. I'm feeling anxious. We can, we blow that off like, but it's deeper than that. There's more to it. So I think this is a great practice for you. If you are willing to give it a try to get in to those lists you know, break them open with your journal and uh, begin to notice what is it that you feel? What are you really feeling? I hope you'll give that a try. Number three, I want you to have a conversation with your anxious self. So this is kind of another one of those places where we get a little more space because we're going to see both our anxious self and our non-anxious self or our stressed self and our peaceful self. Ask your inner anxious self, what is needed or how can you help and actually open an interesting dialogue between the anxious mind and your wise mind? And this is really good to do with a journal. You can get this written down. Some people take it as far as writing with their wise mind, with their dominant hand and their anxious mind with their non-dominant hand or vice versa. Feel that out. I want you to feel what that feels like. Does your anxious mind feel like the non-dominant hand? Go with that. But check it out. Use different hands for different voices. This is really magic. This can really start your mind thinking about things you don't really think about. This is really becoming conscious. This is using parts of you that are usually just running on you know, automatic pilot. So we're going to stop. We're going to take some space. We're going to do something different. We're going to look at things a little bit differently. So have that conversation with yourself. Have your wise mind and your anxious mind take different roles and have that conversation. Number four, have compassion for another and experience the Buddhist practice Tonglen. I love this practice. This is, uh, someday I'll tell my story about how I discovered Tonglen before I knew what it was. I had actually been practicing it myself before I knew what it was. 
it probably comes very naturally to a lot of people. But if you haven't practiced this yet or you haven't heard of it, it's about showing compassion to yourself and to other people who are struggling. And I would say do this with your anxiety. So you begin to show compassion to yourself and to others in the world, in the universe, that are struggling with anxiety in this very moment. Inhale the anxiety of your heart and of others. Yes, bring in your own anxiety and bring in the anxiety of others. I know it sounds like a tall order, but you can do it. It's healing. That's on the inhale. On the exhale, breathe out peace of mind and calm energy and freedom from fear for yourself and others who may be longing for relief because there are many people out there suffering. And this idea of being able to transmute not only your pain and suffering, but the pain and suffering of others and being able to send out peace of mind, calm energy, and freedom from fear is amazing. This is extremely healing. And don't be afraid to take it in. It's okay. It's an energetic taking in. You're not going to feel any extra pain or any extra suffering, but energetically suck it in with the inhale. Your pain and anxiety and suffering and that of all of the others that are suffering on this planet with the exact same thing that you have. This really connects you with the humanness of this anxiety. You are not alone. This is a human struggle. This practice can also help us with the fact that we are anxious and therefore we are practicing acceptance. So you see, you're not just doing it for others saying, no, I have this too. I am feeling very stressed and anxious too. And so I am going to be with all of you who are doing or feeling that. And we're going to transmute this through my own breath, through my inhalation and my exhalation. I hope that you'll give it a try. I would like to do a whole podcast on it at some point. I know I keep talking about that. There's so many things that come in in the mail that people want to hear about. I will get to that eventually. And number five. See and feel the separation between you and your anxiety. Okay? So I want you to understand this as you feel anxious, you are not anxiety. Okay? We really get caught up. Again, this is um, the power of words, the power of our vocabulary and how we're using it. So you feel anxious. It's a feeling you are not your anxiety. You may be very anxious, But remember, the anxiety panic always passes. For now, do what you can in the moment to feel grounded or more calm. Now let's talk about grounding just real quick here before I finish. That would mean to feel yourself in your body again, to feel your body on the planet. We get caught in our mind, in our thoughts, and we're very spacey. We want to be able to ground down back into our body and the body back onto the earth. And some of the best ways to do that 
is to do a body practice. You could do yoga, tai chi. You could do the body scan. It's really paying attention moment by moment to the body. Breathing, using breath as your anchor in your meditation is a good grounding practice also. Going outside or in your basement on the concrete somewhere where you can actually have your bare feet on the earth is a beautiful way to actually feel grounded and feel part of the earth yet again. That's a whole nother. I would love to do something on grounding one of these days too. It's pretty cool. Many people find the compassion, especially self-compassion, challenging and somewhat unnatural. And that's okay. You may be feeling that like, oh, this feels like a little fluffy for me, but just give it a try. We are naturally loving to ourselves. It's just that we've gotten beat up a little bit. We've gotten sensitized. We're exhausted. There's a million things that haven't been going right and we gave up somewhere. We stopped caring about ourselves first. Many people find self-compassion challenging and somewhat unnatural, and that's okay. You may be thinking this is kind of fluffy, but I want you to give it a try anyway. We get down on ourselves very easily and, and often out of habit. So it's time to stop living our lives out of habit. Let's be conscious. Let's be aware. And so consider learning more about your life and what gives you life and what feels good to you instead of living out of habit. Self-compassion can feel more natural. It can make you feel more alive as you practice it. We got used to criticizing and berating ourselves, and now we can also get used to self-compassion and caring for ourselves. It might seem a little odd to be talking to yourself and putting your hand on your heart, but if you give some of these things a try, they are simply soothing gestures to the self to let yourself know Maybe nobody else is here for you right now, but I am. And sometimes that can be enough to get us to the next moment, right? We want to remember to approach ourselves when we need love and and compassion, as we would a little five-year-old child, because there is that little five-year-old still inside you. No judgment, only open and caring and curious Be curious about how you're feeling instead of judgmental. It takes practice, but soon, soon enough, this self-compassion will become your new default. And now for today's quote. We must be willing to let go of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. And that's from Joseph Campbell. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.